Welcome to Punk and the Hippie. I'm Rick Boyer. I'm Russ Phyllis. And my producer and also Ops truck driver, Spencer. <laughs> okay. Thank you, guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank everybody for joining in. Um, so how was everyone's day? Well, week? Good. Good? Interesting. Was it? Yeah. It was- it's been... Life is changing very fast, very rapidly, and it's scary. For the good. If I hope. You got to get out of your comfort zone. I am definitely out of my comfort zone. That's how you get forward. I leave for boot camp Sunday, so. Yeah, that would be nerve-wracking. It is nerve-wracking. Wait, can I? Can you say where you're going? Yeah, I'm going to Columbus. That's not bad. Not like military boot camp, but for the company I'm working for is boot camp. Yeah, I get it. That would, uh, yeah, Columbus is nice. What is that, two hours away? Three and a half hours. Um, Before we get started, once again, I would like to tell anybody listening, (laughs) if you please would promote the podcast, I mean, just subscribe, share it when you get the chance. If you like it, tell your friends about it. We got a Facebook page, get on there, subscribe to that, share it, comment, whatever. It would help us greatly. Is nobody doing that? Some are. I feel like some of you motherfuckers are being lazy. No. In all fairness, we're a little lazy with the page, too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but asking people to buy us shirts. No, we need to fucking buy them ourselves. (laughs) Have you gotten a paycheck from this yet? Yes. No. He just hasn't told us. I wish. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Okay. uh, Look, I'll be right there to hand out your $5 as soon as I... (laughs) Uh, Russ here brought up a good idea about this podcast, uh, about automated jobs and some other things to go along with that. I thought that's, um, I would kind of like to say that's not really my idea or one person giving me feedback. Really? (laughs) It was his idea actually. Is he? Well, yeah. Uh, whoever you are, can we say his name? Yeah. Uh, my friend, Nathan, who... Lives out in Oregon. Hell yeah. Thank you, Nathan. It was a great idea. In fact, I like that. Some feedback from people, uh, suggestions, what they would like to hear about. We love that. I just want to hear the negative stuff. That's all I want. That's all I care about. Yeah, you pessimist. You little pessimist. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, uh, this actually goes in hand with the last episode with AI. And we, I mean, we were talking about AI and it kind of goes along with that, where with the AI coming on, eventually, I mean, it's starting now with automated jobs. More jobs are getting automated. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Anybody goes to a make, anybody that goes to a McDonald's, you know, have you seen a McDonald's yet where you walk up and you're just touching the screen? It's nice. You don't have to talk to anyone. Yeah. You don't have somebody up there. I like that. Yeah, you just type I don't it like people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't have to deal with them any more than I have to, yeah, well, I'm good. That's uh, that in itself. Uh, I mean, McDonald's, any fast food, that's a job for starting out. You know what I mean? You got teenage kids. You know, you're in school. That's you start working usually there. Not McDonald's, but any fast food. Um, taking that job away is it's going to affect it in a way. A little bit. You know, where, I mean, if those, 
if you think about it, if that's automated, the grill workers can't be automated. Not at first. But they still have people at the front end, though. It's not like it they're, that the cashiers have been completely replaced. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah, you still need somebody to make that milkshake or yeah. drink. and Yeah, they just you don't have to talk to them. Pretty but much. Type as it of, in. As of right now. <clears throat> it's not saying they can't figure out a way to get some kind of robot arm in there putting lids yeah. on your drink and slapping a straw in it. Yeah, that... uh. A lot, I could see a lot of that happening. I mean, especially in the future, not even talking right now, we go 10 years with automated vehicles, which we was talking about in the last episode. That's going to affect a lot. Truck driving, I mean, help pizza delivery. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> What's that? Point. To a point. Pizza delivery, that's such a, you know, it's a, a huge part of our commerce is pizza delivery. You know? <laughs> yeah. mm. I pizza couldn't tell you the last like time the I've even had a pizza delivered. Really? Yeah. What? I had what pizza do you delivered do? Do you yesterday. Do you pick it up? Yeah, I like to pick it up. <laughs> oh, man. You're old school. I like little Caesars, though, so they don't do delivery. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. why. Yeah, what if they call and because, I mean, at first you're not going to have that robot walking out of the car walking up to your pizza. So what if they're like, hey, your pizza's here. It's, you got to walk out and get it. It's in the car. Well, see, that's like the thing that I was listening to about the whole automated jobs and we got cars that are driving themselves and everything and truck drivers being a big part of that. Yeah. Like, uh, you're still going to have to have a driver. The goods? No matter what. Like that last little bit of the job is going to have to be done by a person the, uh, when it comes to getting the packages off the truck and per- inside. I tend to, maybe at first, I tend to gris- disagree with that a little bit. Unless you have a fucking android walking around picking stuff up and carrying it in yeah i i don't mean i mean 70 over 70 percent of goods in america is from freight from truck driving so that's a giant portion of the population you know what i mean that drive trucks now unloading it i'm sure you're still gonna have like there's service jobs like we were talking about earlier, you, whether it's cleaners, it's uh, lawyers, those are jobs you can't automate. You know what I mean? Service jobs, you're all, I think automated jobs will bring on more service jobs. Now, I've worked in shipping and receiving before, and I don't see, it'd be hard to automate that fork truck driver, but if that truck backs right in, I could unload it and it could leave. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> but, you know, you got to think it like on the assembly line, all of that stuff's getting automated. Yeah. It's only a matter yeah. of time before, you know, the company we work at now, everything's automated. It, it could easily be done. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, <clears throat> go ahead. I was going to say, if, I mean, if you think about it, if, GM, Ford, and everybody, they've got robots that are putting cars together. Yeah. They've got little arms that come out, putting things on everything. <clears throat> Why wouldn't you be able to Odd. reprogram those arms to do all kinds of other jobs? Yeah, that's just the beginning of it. They're doing that now is almost the beginning. Imagine what that's going to be in 10, 20 years. Yeah. 
you know, what it's going to do. Like, there's still going to be jobs, the manual jobs, which we was talking about. Say you want your house painted. There are going to be some people out there that can afford a machine. I mean, if at first they're not going to have it. I don't think we have it now. We have guns, you know, spray guns. But at first, you're going to still need people painting your house. Even when they come out with an automated, you know, service that can paint your whole house. Not everybody's going to be able to afford that. No. But at the same time, like, it doesn't have to be that crazy. I mean, we have the spray line where we work that's pretty much automated spraying the parts that we make. Yeah, but you can't send All you got to do is sit it on the conveyor and it paints them. I'm saying paint the house. Like, yeah, it's You can't different. send. It's a lot different because really. the arm's not moving. What about Roomba? Use something similar to that. Yeah. They make robot uh, robot window cleaners. Do they? <clears throat> mm-hmm. They'd, they'd be able to do it for house painting pretty easily, I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, all it would have to do is have a side-by-side and an up and down. And specific sensors to keep it from spraying things that shouldn't. Exactly. Yeah. It wouldn't be hard at all. Okay, maybe the painter's not a good example. But... Nice try, Rick. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> but like the lawyer. You know what I mean? It's a higher education job, obviously, but you can't automate that. No, not, but we can't all become lawyers. Yeah, not right now you can't automate that. And it's it's kind of scary if you think about it because they say by 2026, like a lot of people, and fuck, that's seven years, like – I was reading it was 31% could lose jobs. Yeah. Of it was more assembly line work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um I would say <clears> the <throat> thing that I was listening to was talking about there's like 80,000 people a year that have lost their jobs to automation. It's but is that natural occurrence? Does that have to happen? And should I, it happen? I don't no. See, the guy that I was listening to talk about this was talking about the Industrial Revolution. What? Where? Centuries ago. Or not centuries ago, but like. Decades. ago or whatever ago. They had. Before we had stoplights, there was a guy that would stand on the corner of the street changing stop and go. Yeah. Now we have stoplights. Those people lost their job. But you know what? It kind of has to happen. Yeah. Like, you want something more reliable. And if you can have a machine that makes your sandwich in half the time, isn't that better? Or do we keep the job just for the sake of people having jobs? I don't know. I. It's, I, it's a matter of finding that fine balance. Yeah. But, I mean, that's not to say that people can't come up with new products or some kind of new yeah it will create more jobs i believe now say these robots are being made to automate jobs are they created by other robots or do you have somebody creating these robots we'll call them robots for the sake of a better term yeah see i've thought about that like you know if everything's becoming automated like yeah we would have to have people building these robots to do the jobs 
But if they're getting, but then why couldn't we have robots building the robots? Yeah, if they're put, getting built on the assembly line, like, it's more likely that's going to happen. About all there would be would be maintenance men to maintain the robots. Yeah, so you'll have more maintenance men. Yeah, but that's also kind of a job that a younger generation nobody wants to be a maintenance guy. Well, no, people are going to have to adjust. <clears throat> like. There's going to be, it's going to change a lot where, like you said, not a lot of people might not want to be maintenance men. There's people out there that do, yeah. but you're going to need more of those. And if that's the jobs that are offered, a lot more people are going to take them. Say farming. Can you automate the whole farming job? Pretty easily, I would imagine. I don't Probably. know. <clears throat> well, we've already got machines where pretty much all you got to do is hop in and drive. Well, yeah, but it's not picking corn, I don't believe. Yes, it is. Is there? There's machines that yeah. pick and shuck the corn right then and there. Yeah. Okay. Somebody's driving the vehicle, that's it. Combine harvesters. And all you've got to do is make it drive itself. And, and then that guy's out of a job. That could be done easily with, like I said, using it like a Roomba. You'd use it like a Roomba or just put up four sensors at the all around your uh, your field. And it'll just drive within those sensors. Yeah. Kind of like putting your dog out there <clears throat> inside an invisible fence. Yeah. It gets electrocuted every time it tries to walk out of the yard. Now, I'm not... Try again, Rick. It obviously, like, it's not going to... We are shutting down everything you yeah. say today. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's not all going to happen at once, obviously. Like, well, no. Like that. There's going to be... I think when you have automated jobs, you're going to have people competing with the automated jobs at first. You might have some farmers that if they have something that can harvest that, they can afford that. But you're going to have some that can't. But eventually, they're going to take over. It's just yeah. if you work faster, you can get more out. You're going to make more money. It's going to run the other guy out of business. Yeah. Well, now, my, my question with this, and we won't even get into the income of it yet. Like the financial aspect, but jobs, say jobs itself, do they serve a purpose as if either one of us has been out of work for a while, a job gives you purpose. It, for a lot of people, it makes you feel that way. I think for people that don't have a purpose anywhere else, where I've been on unemployment before, where I was looking for work for six months and man, after a few months, you're like, shit i need to do something like i would never in my life think i'd i want to be at work but after a few months you're like i need to get fucking back to work like i, I would say it doesn't even take that long i mean i was off what four months after my surgery and i'd probably say about a month of being off i don't know my... much, about the time that i got up and started walking around i was ready to come back to work I would have done anything rather than sit around the house all day. Well, yeah. If I got Xbox, it could postpone that a little longer. Yeah, that got boring. <laughs> that got tiring. You know what I mean? I feel like I watched half of everything on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Within the first two months. Yeah. When, when After you, that, it was reruns. When you feel like you've watched everything on Netflix. Yeah. I think without getting to the financial aspect of it yet, working... Uh, it gives a purpose to a lot of people. And I don't think you want more people staying at home because people need to be socially accountable for their actions. Like I, 
I think social environment brings a, teaches a lot into a character. Where if you're an asshole and you get enough around enough people that call you an asshole, you're like, ah. Oh. I mean, if you care about that, some people, you get what I'm saying by, by being social. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Russell gets it pretty, yeah. pretty hey, easily. People Not, call me an asshole all the yeah. time. I don't give a shit. But do you get <laughs> what I mean by saying socially accountable for your actions? Explain. Like uh, being an asshole or being a liar or who you are. Like I can't do detail, but if a social environment will change your character, adjust your character, depending on who you're around. If you're wrong enough and you're around enough people, you'll learn that. People, you need people to call you out on your some, shit. Some people do. Some people, some people never learn. Yeah. But without getting into that philosophical or philosophical, <laughs> that aspect of it, it's now how the job we do, which we don't have to go in detail about it, but the job we do could be automated easily. All of us could be sitting out of here at work, you yeah. know? Yeah. Easy. I mean, kind of in a way, a lot of the job is kind of already automated. Yeah. You just need to get, you know, once they figure out the rest, we got uh, some maintenance work in our back room. So uh, bear with us. It's always something. Yeah. That, getting some work done in the studio. But it'll be quick. I'm... Me personally, hell, we still have football and basketball and baseball and can't automate that. No. We no. still have podcasts. Yeah. People it, are still going to want to listen to yeah. music. people. That's music. what I, I mean. It Movies. Yeah. Are we all going to become movie stars? So are we saying arts is the future workforce? I hope not. Like, <laughs> son of a bitch. I don't mind. You can't, and not everybody's an artist. <laughs> you don't want no. everybody thinking they're an artist. That's <laughs> true. It's know, some of what we think is art looks like trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, I mean, take truck drive, truck driving, for instance. Like I said, it it's transports over 70% of the goods around the United States. That's a giant number. Do you know the effect it would have on just that alone? If we just talk about truck driving, the effect that it would have on that. Now, they say at first you, you're going to need somebody in the vehicle. You know what I mean? To be there, why it's automated. Why? I don't know. I don't believe that down the road. Beginning, yes. Legally, you probably have to have somebody in the vehicle. Do you pay them less? Probably because their job's no longer as intensive as it used to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's not a good situation to think about automation. As great as we think it'll make our lives, it, I think it'll take a bigger toll on the economy as a whole more than it'll benefit. Is it not good because it's unfamiliar? Or is it not good because it's not good? I think it, it's not good because it's not good. I I think at some point we need to regress in our techno technological advances in some respects. Work-wise, I think, is one of them. 
because you're losing jobs and people will say, oh, well, there's new jobs now in maintaining this automated equipment. But like Russell said, that's not what everybody wants to do. And not everybody wants to work in an assembly line either. But, you know, the jobs pay well. And to lose that, it's yeah. not a pretty, pretty picture. We've never made jobs on what people want to do, though. Where, do you get what I mean? Like, I don't want to do my job. I do my oh, job because I have to do my job. Exactly. You know, but, I do but, believe it'll, it's going to, will it take a lot more jobs than it makes? Probably. Yeah. I mean, Thanks. but it's, I, it's almost something I can't wrap my head around because it's so different. Kind of, it's, so, yeah. Nobody's going through it. We don't no. have an example. But, well, I said I was listening to another podcast before coming here to talk about it, and uh, I forget whose podcast it was, and he had Andrew Yang on there. Yeah, and he's running he, for president twenty twenty, right? Yeah, and he's all about universal basic income. Yeah, I don't think he's really so much about the automated, but. Well, I think he just kind of more understands that, like, it's going to happen. It's inevitable. Yeah, it, it's something that we got to think about because, like, things are becoming automated, and everybody talks about making more jobs. And he's kind of explained it how, like, us making more jobs and we're losing jobs is kind of like trying to pour water into a tub with a big hole in the bottom. Yeah. Like, we're just losing jobs faster than we're making jobs. Right. I don't believe in making jobs just for the sake of making jobs. No. But those jobs need a purpose. Where I was going with all that. Now I get what you're saying. My question yeah, I know, is but I, was, I was on my way to something else and then I got myself sidetracked. Thank you. <laughs> I like him. I think he's he's more for universal basic income and that in turn comes with in a way automated jobs. That's socialism. I disagree, and we'll get into that. I don't disagree completely. Now, do you think, okay, let's bring, with automated jobs, if more jobs are being automated, you know, eventually there's going to have to be a universal income, a universal basic income, right? Yes, and I remember where I was going. Okay. Uh, he was talking about the Industrial Revolution, and it was kind of the same situation to a sense, like to a point of what we're kind of talking about right now, where, I mean, I'm assuming like when Gutenberg invented the printing press. Yeah. Like, I mean, before that, everything was handwritten. And then he creates the printing press. Nobody's got to write anything anymore. You can just mass produce books. But that was, and, that was something that needed to happen. Think, Okay, how's this really that much different? I'm not it, saying it's I'm kind a, of the same concept. I'm yeah. Also, though, when you when you have a population growing, and we'll take that for an example, and you're getting newspapers and books out. If you have a population growing, you have to get more newspapers and more books out. Yeah. Now with this. I'm not going to say I'm completely for it. I believe it's inevitable. It's something that... Yeah. I mean, you say, like, 
got more people, you need to get more newspapers and books out. We got more people, we need to get more cars out. Yeah. So it's all automated. Right. That way we can pump them out faster. Right. So it's the exact same exact same situation, just a different product and a different method of speeding up the process. It's almost if it's almost as if unless you're gonna control the population, which is a whole nother talk, um <laughs> you have to ha- you it's gonna happen. It's gotta ha- it has to happen. And I'm not saying I'm for automated jobs. I'm just I believe, like I said, it's inevitable. It's it's a place where we need to go. And I'm nervous for it. Nervous, excited. I don't know. Do you believe okay, say they where we was going with uh, un- uh universal income. Eventually the more automated jobs you have, you have to introduce a universal income. People are going to need money. Now, I don't even want to get in where that, you can't almost talk about it without getting into where it comes from. Yeah. But I really don't want to get into the financial aspect. You kind of have to. Kind of. I really don't know. I know they've tried it in a lot of places, well, a few countries. A lot of it, it, obviously it's going to come from the people that have money and go to the people that don't have money. So maybe if you're lower class, you're part of the middle class, you're going to have lower taxes, maybe almost no taxes, and you're going to get a universal basic income. Let's go with the example of $1,600 a month. Just talking about right now. Now, say they go, okay, like we'll, we'll say we're middle class, lower class, whatever. They go, we can, we, you know, you guys, we're going to give you a universal basic income of $1,600 a month. That would help out tremendously. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some people are going to use that and do better. There's also going to be people that go, oh, I can live off that. Yeah, but we already have people doing that. Yeah. With I've- welfare, food stamps. It'll, it, I believe it'll cause it more. Now, before we, even, before we even get in, oh, that's good, <laughs> to anything, let me ask you this, Russ and Spence. If you open up time for people, do you open up the possibility of them going after what they love? Do you open up innovation? Do you, if a person has the majority, I, don't, I mean, there's exceptions, but generally, will more people use that time for good or will more people just fuck off? That's what I wonder. I think it's probably about 50-50. You just think? to be kind of generous. Yeah. I don't like, know. 50-50? <clears throat> generous Maybe. in which way? Generous to the people like... Well, 50-50, it's half and half. Yeah, but <laughs> like... Generous as in you believe more people won't work or you believe more people will work? I don't know. Where you believe, like say you. I I mean, I would say a lot of people would probably start using their time wisely and. Yeah. Say you want to create music. Okay. Like Spencer here, our producer. He has what? Three albums out? Yes, sir. Three albums. Can we get the name of those? Yeah. It's uh, Reflections, Let It Out and Mr. Crosser. Yes. They are really good. Um, yeah, you have to check those out, but okay. Say, I'm sure there's sometimes you're working on out, but you also work, you're a fucking working man. You bust your ass and you're tired. 
not lately. <laughs> <laughs> You're tired. But yeah. Now, if you, if we give you more time in your day, does that open up for you to do what you're passionate about and produce more music? And it does, provided I have the energy to do so. So you think it could open up that for people to go after what they love? Sure. Now, what we were talking about about people using that and not working, I truly believe. It's weird because I'm kind of for automated. I'm not for automated jobs. I don't want people losing their jobs. It's just something that's inevitable about. Inevitable. Whether I'm for it or against it, it's, it's a natural. People dispute me on that. But when we create AI and we become more technological, to me, that's natural. It's a more natural occurrence. I do believe universal income causes inequality. Where, in a sense, you're going to have people who feel they can't, they don't have to work. And you're going to have more people that use that to get ahead. And you're going to have a, a bigger separation of the classes. See, I disagree. How so? Because we already have things like welfare where people just sit around on their ass and don't do a damn thing. And collect welfare and food stamps. And they don't have to work because... They're already getting everything handed to them. Now, does... Yeah, but do they still... Get, I, that's something I don't even know. Would they still get that help with the basic income? Uh, according to Andrew Yang, they'll, he was talking like he would give... He would give them the option. Now, this is his so, plan Yeah, when he runs for president. It's not everybody else's, but it's his. Yes, this is his plan... He talks about giving everybody $1,000 a month. And now, you know, say, Rick, you're working yeah. and everything. You're going to get $1,000 a month. For the record, Spencer I can't here, live off $1,000 a month. So. No, but if, I mean, if you're still working, whatever. That's a big help. Everybody's getting $1,000. Yeah. Everybody. Now, say Spencer's over here collecting food stamps, welfare. Why do I have to? <laughs> because you're the only other person in the room. <laughs> but uh, and say he's collecting food stamps and welfare, and he's getting like $1,300 a month on that. Okay. He's not getting $1,000. Okay. He's only going to get his welfare and food stamps. What happens if or I get a job? if he's making less. Well, I mean, if you get a job, you don't need welfare and food stamps. Or at least not as much. You see... They would I, offset. Basically, like if you, they, he said that he would give you the option to, even if the numbers were the same, you're getting $1,000 in welfare. I'm going to give you $1,000 for yeah, the universal income. income. We'll give you the option. You could either keep getting your food stamps or your welfare or whatever, or we'll give you the $1,000 cash. Now that's and for the lower. That a lot of people would rather take the cash because the, I mean you can only spend food stamps on food stamps. Yeah, but or that on food that doesn't that that doesn't cor I don't want to say correct, but that doesn't account for the people that are using that for good. What I mean by creating inequality, even if the lower class stays the same, the middle class is going to be able to get higher. Do you get what I'm saying? 
Let me ask if to you were given a thousand dollars a month, how much more ahead would could that put you? I mean, that would cover my house payment, my car payment, and everything else could go. You could to, save fucking money. Exactly. You you could start saving. Bam, bam. You're gonna you're gonna go up. I could go on vacation. Yeah, it's gonna help a lot. I truly believe. I truly believe it creates inequality. I mean, we could agree to disagree, but I, I know, and I'm gonna disagree. I am. I'm I, against it. If if anybody's I, wondering my opinion, I feel like I'm for it. <laughs> like, I mean, my I have not done that much research into it, but I feel like I am for it. Yeah, I think the I, people that want to get ahead will get ahead, but the people who don't won't. Exactly. That's how it is now. Exactly. I know people. They just sit on their ass with food stamps and child support, which child support's kind of a different. Yeah, but that's that, in its own thing. That's right, but we all three want to get ahead. Yeah, and we, we try and we do. Okay, we, so we start if, to get ahead. Yeah, so but if, if we, we were, get, get, we we were get, getting an extra thousand dollars a month just handed to us, inevitably we you're would going get to, further ahead. Exactly, which creates more inequality. <laughs> Who's to say somebody that doesn't have anything? isn't going to take that $1,000 and get ahead. Well, they could. What if, I mean, what if there's somebody our age that's still kind of, for some reason, unknown, or even our age, younger, whatever, working at McDonald's, making minimum wage, having yeah. a hell of a time getting anything done because he's trying to work his ass off, making next to nothing. Yeah. That'll help them. Exactly. But a lot he's, of the... I mean, he might be kind of below us right now because he's not making as much as us. Yeah. But, I mean, that's going to bring him up too. A lot of people are going to try to live off that, though, too, like you said. But people already live off of welfare and food stamps. It's not going to change. I think it'll cause more. I don't. I think it'll cause more. $1,000? I can't live I off that. You give me $1,600, like I said, yeah, but I According to that. Andrew Yang's numbers... Half the fucking population is already on some kind of disability or welfare. Yeah. And not working. I I would I would want to see those numbers. I to would say too. half the population. Do you know what I mean? Like that's a giant fucking yeah. number. Mike And according to him, everybody on disability, the rate of people coming off of disability it's probably low zero yeah zero fucking percent yeah he even uh, talked about like how like no. they're all afraid to do anything once they get on disability because they don't want to lose it yeah now you there's a lot of anything. them that are on it for a reason and have to stay on it yeah but there's that's a lot not of people the person's that are, fault. Yeah, but there's a lot of people that are on disability that shouldn't be on disability. That's also, but that's not the person's fault. That's the program's fault. That's the government's yeah. fault for not enforcing that more. Yeah, but at the same time, like if there's no reason for you to be on disability, you shouldn't even apply for it. Well, true, but I don't believe you leave. I know up somebody that got on disability because he's like 600 pounds. I know a person like that. Lose some fucking weight. Yeah, I know. Get off your fucking ass. Go I, sit in a fucking chair and answer a goddamn phone. Yeah, I have a <laughs> There's jobs. blood relatives, I guess you could say, that are like that. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that are on disability. You know what I mean? That could perfectly yeah. I mean, work we are fine. here to piss people off. Yeah, and they don't. But I think that's different. 
a little different because, I mean, it's it's not. It's, a lot of those people need that disability. But my question is, too, when you make people more comfortable, say say you give them what, what he says, $1,000 a month. You give them that $1,000 a month. That makes people more comfortable, more. That's the point. Yes. Does that stunt innovation and incentive to do better? It might, it might not. It you depends get, on who the people are. In a way where a, a big thing with incentive and, and uh, motivation and innovation is wanting, um, be honest, to make money. I mean, you might be passionate about what you're making okay, and to well, get it out there and to make money and to survive. Now, if you offer them help, are you stunting that? Possibly, possibly not. That's the question. I don't know. I mean, know. if you're getting $1,000 a month, that's not much to live off of. No. So, you're still going to have to do something. And I don't know about you, but there's no such thing as too much money. I don't mean... Like, you're going to want more money. And even once you get more money, most people still want more money yeah you want a tesla people. i disagree yeah i do want a tesla really yeah. bad are you gonna a lot of people don't want more money just a lot of dollars a month no but a lot of people say they want more money but very few people i mean with the exception of spencer here leave a job for a job that makes more money you know what i'm saying well, we all could do that get comfortable exactly what what happens when you make them more comfortable that's I mean the jobs that they're at. We're talking about something we don't we can't know the answers to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just questions throwing out there. I think it I don't know how good of an idea it is. I think it definitely causes innovation. Or uh or I'm sorry. I I don't know why I said that. Not innovation, but I think it definitely causes you to be more comfortable. My question is the way the way societies ran and the government I don't want to sound cons, cons, conspiratorial is that a word did I say that right Ooh. eventually the way it's going the richer getting richer we'll say the middle and lower class generally are staying the same correct if not going down right you have such a separation <clears throat> the end game we talk about the very end, you have to equal that out. As in, if the richer keeps getting richer, and I know this is a whacked out conspiracy, but I mean, you look up anybody from Andrew Lang, Yang, Yang, Lang? Yeah. Wang, Yang. Wang, might have said it. <laughs> I mean, Jordan Peterson said it, where when you got that separation, Eventually, you're going to have to even it out, or you're going to have the lower and middle class coming for the upper class. I think the biggest thing now, when you get a low, real low, I don't want to say low class, even maybe the middle class, you get the ghettos. It's not so much they're not making enough money, they feel oppressed. They feel like the government is corrupt, programs are corrupt, and they are they're oppressed in a way that they can't get ahead because it's crooked and they're not wrong. Yeah. Not all of it, not no. all of it, but mm -hmm. some of it is crooked. I mean, we know that. Yeah. 
they feel, I believe that's it. It's not that they don't have enough money. It's that they feel oppressed and they can't get ahead even if they wanted to. That's the problem. Now, eventually, when you have that separation, you're going to get, I mean, it's going to be like those movies you've seen where the lower class comes for the upper class. So in order to keep things balanced, eventually you have to have a distribution. And if it's not universal income, what is it? I'm not saying I'm for it, but do you uh -huh. get what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, is this really all that much different than when we got those stimulus checks a couple of years ago? Yeah, but that's only happened, what, once a couple of times? Yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean, it was still just like money that they decided to hand out to everybody. Well, yeah, which they, they believed it stimulate the economy. And it uh, probably did for a week. It's a little different unless the stimulus checks raised taxes for the upper class, which half of them with the write-offs and everything, I, I doubt it. But, I mean, you're going to have to distribute that from the very wealthy to the lower class in the end just to keep a balance. So, I mean, is it inevitable? I don't know. What do you think, Andrew Spence? Yang seems to have it all figured out. Yeah. I was taking my medicine, so I kind of tuned out. <laughs> Thank yeah. You. Hey, I, at least I'm being honest. Yeah. That <laughs> now, he... I wouldn't you go off everything he him. said. Go ahead, Spence. I think wages need to change. Because as inflation has went up, wages have stayed the same. Or, I'm sorry, not wages. But as inflation has went up, Wages have stayed. I think I just repeated myself. This beer is pretty yeah. strong. I apologize. <laughs> but the, the cost of living is climbing faster than wages are. Yeah. So, okay, we're kind of, we'll get off, getting off subject, but fuck it. We're just having a conversation. Yeah. Are yeah, you but, saying minimum wage should be raised? Because I believe at the moment they're working to pass a bill on that. For a $15 minimum wage, yes. Correct? Yeah. What do you, what's your take on that? Let me, before we even My answer that. My take on that, that would be that I've, busted my ass to get to where i'm at and if they raise minimum wage to 15 bucks okay it'll be like pretty much minimum wage but all over again think of it without the bias like what's good for society not good for you i get what you're saying Fuck i feel society. the same way but let <laughs> I me i want more money too let but me being ask a you punk. this <laughs> oh, that was nice i like see what you did there uh oh shit oh, crickets <laughs> Let me ask you this before we even talk about raising minimum wage. But that's something I was didn't know we'd get into. Here we are. That's the fun. Do you think, this. let me ask you this. Do you think if you have a job, say you're starting out your first job, if you work at fast food, what we was talking about, should you, with any job you have, be able to afford an apartment? Yes. Should you be able to live off your job? Yes. What do you think? Produce? Absolutely. So minimum wage has to go up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're working a full-time job, you should be able to afford all your bills. What about fast food? If you're working yeah. full-time, you're working full-time. most fast food's not full-time. Most fast food, you can get 38 hours and that's not yeah. full-time. Yeah, but most, I thought 36 was, 36 hours was considered full-time. Maybe they stop it. I know with McDonald's, what they were doing 40 for, hours. for a while- that's the norm. Well, what you were saying, I know with McDonald's personally for a while, if you got over 36 or 38, I think it was 36, they had to give you health care. That was under Obama. I don't know if that changed. 
now. I have no idea. That could should you be able to afford an apartment or not? I mean, I already said yes, but part of me wants to come back around and be like, I don't. Know I get part time because. Work. Yeah, I mean, part time. I don't know. Well, why don't we meet in the middle? Part time, there should be a minimum wage. Full time, there should be a minimum wage. I think we could all agree okay, on that. So two different, two different minimums. I think Maybe part time not that make, would be too hard. Are you saying if you work part time, you should make more an hour than somebody working full time? No, I think you should make less. Less, but okay. those jobs you can also. What happens if you're working McDonald's? We'll say for an example, and you one week you get full time. Because there's some weeks I got overtime when I worked there. Does my wage change? Like, I think that'd be very, you're complicating it a lot. I get what you're saying. Now, there's a place where you can work full time. A few streets, a couple streets over from us that pays minimum wage for people to work 40, maybe a little extra hours. And I've seen a paycheck from there. And I don't know if you can afford an apartment on that. Now, when I say afford an apartment, that means you're paying your rent. You're paying your car insurance. You're buying your groceries. When I say that. cost of living. Right. When I say that, I mean with no help, no assistance from the government. I don't think you could. No, you can't. I mean, even with what I'm making, like I'm just barely just barely keeping it together yeah now on the other end when you raise minimum wage we're all aware food goes up gas prices go up and it kind of balances back out anyways doesn't it we don't know oh no we know that's what happens yeah every time minimum wage goes up i watch milk go up yeah the price of milk you know what i'm saying Especially for like convenience stores, if they have to pay their employees more money, prices of the food, then goes up. the price of everything in the store has to go up a little bit to make up for the more that they're spending on wages. But that's just prices of food. That doesn't mean the, you know, your rent's going to go up. True. No, that doesn't mean your rent has to go up. But true, I see, I see what he's saying there. I'm making a dollar more a day, so. Now I got to pay a dollar more for milk. But everything else around you, go, gas, go, which ga- I don't know if gas is caused by that, anyways. Well, in gas Ohio, goes we just we just got a huge gas tax hike. Yeah, so we, we're our is gas is already going up. Bullshit. Really? It's like fucking two dollars and thirty cents one day, and like two ninety the next day. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how I feel about that. If, it's it's a lot different if you make under. We'll say they want to raise the minimum wage to 15. If you make under that, your answer is going to be a lot different than if you make over that. Well, yeah, because, I mean, even if I was making 14 and somebody was like, hey, we're going to raise minimum wage to $15 an hour, I'm going to be like, fuck yeah, I'm getting a dollar raise. Yeah. Well, but it, let me ask, I'll tell you this. If I can make $15 where I work or I can make $15 at McDonald's, I'm going to McDonald's. Fuck that. You're not a social person. I am. I, I, would, I, I would work at McDonald's. You have like the handful of people that I talk to and I don't care to talk to anybody else. <laughs> no. And I could not. Unless do you're a listener asshole. and you want to DM Russell, he will talk no, to you. I will not. <laughs> yes, you have to. <laughs> I don't have to. 
I'll redirect them to you. (laughs) But see, like McDonald's is a company that could very easily. I just use that as an excuse, but keep going. Could very easily afford a $15 minimum wage. Yes, they could. Most companies can and not change anything. You're going to have less workers and no more dollar menu. Well, you know, we could kind of bring that around to the automation still. Yes. I mean, when you're all... a corporation, when you're a business, what's your goal? Make, to make money. as much money as possible. Your goal is to so, make more money than you made last year. Exactly. I got to pay 100 people $15 an hour. I got to pay 100 machines, 100 robots. Nothing. Pay to maintain them. Yeah, pay to maintain yeah, them. It's gonna be a lot cheaper than if you're talking paying about your employees. Paying the robot itself, you're looking really into the future. I think the moral I, of the I get story. What you're saying. The moral of the story is capitalism has failed us. <laughs> we need mm. to figure something out. Um, I disagree. Capitalism has gotten too big for its britches. How's that? Capitalism causes innovation. Without capitalism, you don't have an iPhone. You don't you don't have that soundboard. But we need to find a better balance. I, I agree with that. We need to get the crookedness out of it. Maybe. The problem is, does, cap- does capitalism bring... The greed? corruption. Corruption and greed. It kind of does. Maybe we should just tax the fuck out of the people that got more money than what they need. That's what it's supposed then to be right now anyways. So but, yes, but, but they, if you're they one find of a way them, to get around it. If you're one of them... Because I look at it like, I mean, if you are bringing in, I mean, what, Google's worth how much? Yeah, but when... Do you think those motherfuckers spend that much money? No, but they've tried that. I believe they've tried that before. When you up their taxes, they just go overseas. Or they go, I don't have to do this. You know what I mean? You can't just take the money. I'm not saying take their money. No, I get what you're saying. A higher tax. I mean, a lot of it's just greed. I mean, I get everybody wants more money. Yeah. I want more money. You want more money. Spencer wants more. Everybody wants more money. Yeah. But I mean, that's also kind of the problem. The people that are controlling the money in the corporations want more money, just like everybody. Yeah. Which so, blows my mind because they already have more money than they know what to do with exactly. it. Exactly. Could you spend a billion dollars a year? Fuck yeah, I could. For how no. long? <laughs> Don't ask you me can o- that. You can only buy so much. No, I get what you're saying. But I, a person that, that wants money is not going to stop wanting money. And it's not even about how much money they have. It's about the drive inside of them. Do you get what I'm saying? A little bit. It's a drive that that same person is driven with everything they do. With this, in a sense, when we're going way off, but we'll say that. What's the word? Aliens. Yeah. What's the word that, that like the pay gap between men and women? Okay. I don't. I don't believe in a pay gap. Where's the evidence? Well, no. (laughs) I mean that's a thing, but if you look at it, it's not really. It's not like a woman that works. Right beside a man is ultimately ultimately paid less than the man. That's it's that's generally and most of the time it is not true. No, the pay gap comes from well, first they generalize the pay from 
every job. But the pay gap is guys choose more dangerous jobs. Yeah. I mean, take instance, climbing yeah, powers. But the, yeah, but that's not to say that women don't do those jobs either. But they I don't do it as much. No. That's the thing. Yeah. There's just some things that men will do that women won't, and there's things that women will do that men won't. I'm not saying they don't do them. I'm just look saying at, they yeah, don't. Look at nurses' aides. And they don't choose. They're That's mostly a good example. Women. Exactly. Guys can go okay. to be nurses' aides. Yeah. Most of them don't want to. They want to change the most dangerous job. I don't want to say more there dangerous, but they want, they want to be an engineer, generally, yeah. because that's what more guys choose to do. But that's also in you as a female or a male. Yeah. More women are... Well, They're I mean, more caring. They're nurturing more. Yeah. They're going to go for the nurses. Yeah. It's not that... I mean, even when you look at doctors and nurses in general, I feel most doctors are, are usually men. And right. they get paid more than a nurse. They're doing more than a nurse. Right. That goes back to that drive. More... <clears throat> and there are exceptions. I'm not trying to piss females off. No. But more guys... women doctors... And there are male yes, nurses. There are exceptions. More guys are driven by their job. If you have a female that's more driven about having a family and raising a kid, that takes you away from your job. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I forget where we was going with the pay gap. Uh, exactly where we went. Like yeah. the men are willing to do <laughs> the, high, the, the harder jobs that pay more. Yeah. That's what it is. I mean, so there's really, oh, we was talking about being driven. That's when most CEOs are men. Yeah. Because, you know. At least I feel like, I don't know. Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't know a lot of CEOs. 100% they're more men. And that goes with us talking about the guys that will say are greedy and just want more. That's in them to be driven. It's not fucking easy to be a CEO. To be a CEO, you're looking at the guy who stayed longer than everybody else, who worked harder than everybody else, for the most part. Depending on how you look Put at it. Put more passion into it. You know what I'm saying? Where, so yeah, if I was one of those, I'd be like, don't take my fucking money. Well, no. You know what Nobody's I mean? Nobody's going to say, just here, take my money. Yeah. Now, I could see getting taxed more, but that's what I mean with the drive. Where I forget where he's going with that. Pay gap. Pay gap, right. But it's now like okay, we'll say CEO, you can't automate that job. No. You know what I mean? But then again, you're not just gonna have any Tom, Dick, or Harry applying to be a CEO. No. Not everybody's cut out for that. No. It's you know, it's scary because like we were saying, this is not something that we're looking into the future or something that's going to happen and we don't know, but all we can do, all we can do is if we do it smart, we can adjust with it. We can do it right. Or it's just going to fuck us over and this economy is going to fall. I mean, look at, uh, we'll say Russia. Okay. Russia's. What kind of government is Russia, Spencer? A uh, democracy, kinda. You sure? Nobody can see your air quotes. We don't. Have <laughs> yeah. uh, quote unquote democracy. Kinda? Are we sure? It's, I believe it's socialism. It's not. It's a democracy. 
I'm not sure what the economic structure is, but their type of government's a democracy. Right, but it's not like talking about capitalism and jobs. What's the last great fucking thing that came out of Russia besides vodka? The machine. No, yeah. Tetris. <laughs> Burt <laughs> Tetris. Yeah, te- yeah. The Rubik's okay, Cube. Okay, we'll go back 80 years or 20 years. <laughs> like, Exactly. There's no capitalism. Nothing comes out of there. There's no innovation to become better because you can't. What about the space race? That was a long time ago, too. Yeah. Yeah, but they were communist when that was going on. Yeah. Yeah. Granted, it was depleting the people dry because all of their money was going to fund the space race and the arms (laughs) race. But there was innovation going on. Okay, you got me on that one. That did. But, okay, that's the last thing. So the 60s was the last time. Well, no, the 80s. The Rubik's Cube was nice. Did they really invent the Rubik's Cube? Yeah. And a, a Russian scientist or mathematician. No shit. So Why do you know that? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think in what, we'll say 20 years, how much of the population is going to be automated? How many jobs? Uh, 40%? More than, more, we, more than we can realize. Probably. I um, know. But yeah. I don't know, man. That's going to suck for the, our kids. I mean, maybe not. I'm sure yeah. we will adjust for it. I believe that. I'm, I'm more optimistic than both of these two people sitting at the table with me combined. <laughs> that we will adjust for it. And most likely won't be under Andrew Yang. <laughs> I don't know. Wang? Wang? Yang? I mean, you're telling the whole country that you'll give them $1,000 a month? Yeah. It might swing the vote a little bit. Oh, yeah. I always would vote for that. I probably would, too. But oh, I'm voting for Michelle Obama. She's Fuck not that. even running. No, she will. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Why doesn't she? Hillary ran. Yeah, and that did not go well. No, because you can't stand up without passing out. Well, that and the DNC stabbed half of their voters in the back. <laughs> Cocksuckers. And then Bernie Sanders ended up with a brand new house. How'd that happen? I don't know. Hmm, a little weird, huh? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all corrupt. <clears throat> I mean, it's safe to say that if you drop truck, it's probably limited. Would you say that's the first one to go? No. No? You don't think? I think oh, no. rail. Rail? Train transport will be automated. The majority of it is anyways, except for the people that are engineering the, or operating the locomotives. Yeah. Well, yeah. Their routes are all computered. Plus, you can't fucking turn, so yeah. Yeah. Just rides on a rail. Yeah. Just pointed in the right direction. Do you guys know I drove a train? <clears throat> no. My grandparents owned a railroad in PA, Shenley, PA. I'd go up there every year. They'd let me drive the locomotive. It was really relaxing. Did you get to blow the whistle? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, they hold freight for um, Baghdad, Ludlam, which was... I'm going to fucking butcher this. But they would haul freight, which was a few... I want to say five miles down. And they also hauled passengers. So it was, it was pretty fun. People would come all around. 
and it's very relaxing sitting there. You're going, you know, you're going past the river, the Allegheny River, and well, the Kiski and Allegheny, and it was really relaxing. But I could see what you're saying. That's almost automated now. How how much exactly more would you automate the train? Get the engineer out of the seat. Get the conductor out of the seat. Move it yeah, all to okay. a computer. Just have somebody Ooh. that's sitting there. I mean, the in the yards, it. in the yards where they build the trains, the trains the the switcher locomotives that move the cars to the consists to build a train. Yeah. They're controlled by a remote control. Somebody sits with a little controller at their, you know, wrapped around over their shoulders, pushing buttons to move the locomotive about the yard to make the, to build a train. Really? Yeah. They're called switcher locomotives. No. There's switcher locomotives that have, you know, a train crew. But the bigger yards have remote-controlled switcher locomotives to build trains, to no build sh- the freight cars, the consists. Yeah, yeah. No shit. I, I, I did not know that. Now, what I wonder, you know how bad, uh, not how bad, how hard it would be to automate a train with how long it takes to stop? Not hard at all. Uh, they have defect detectors, I think, uh, and I'm probably going to butcher the my explanation of this but other than you know the suicidal maniac if something goes wrong if something's going wrong to the train ahead the train behind it gets thrown into emergency and is forced to stop true but if that train's you know when it comes into town before it goes over the crossing it's you know you gotta blow your horn they would have a map what where well, I'm saying now, but by the time, well, no, I'm saying if a car's driving over that crossing, by the time that train sees it, it's, it can't stop. I mean, right. what they say? Well, the they shouldn't going, be driving across it at that time anyway. Well, I know that, <laughs> but I'm saying fucking Matthews. <laughs> if anything, it's just going to be, sa- <laughs> if sorry. anything, it's going to make me up. It's it's going to make it safer for the locomotive engineer and conductor because they don't have to be in the train when the collision occurs. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they get hurt. But do you they th- do. Do you think we uh, mentally or you mean physically? Both. It can be both, depending on the severity of the collision. Yeah, it derails it. A lot of the time, it doesn't. But do you think they can automate that to catch that car crossing no. ahead of time? No. You don't think? Because yeah, if it's last minute. Um, unless true, yeah. unless you incorporate a system that blocks both sides of the road barricades both sides of the road which a lot of crossings do that but not all of them some of them are just they just cover the lane of the oncoming the oncoming lane leave the other one open and cars will just do a little s around the gates true yeah see why don't they just put something that bigger, you can't drive around incorporate t- incorporate double barriers yeah Okay, bigger, even longer gates, bigger, thicker, wider. Yeah, I mean, it I doesn't feel even like somebody be... would just drive through them, bust them like in a movie. Yeah, just make them. What, what were you saying, Spence? No, no. I mean, he poked a hole in that. What? Not the... if they're harder. Not. I mean, we got little poles now. It's just. I mean, what exactly. the fuck are they? They're like just little flimsy things. If you drive your car through, you're just gonna snap it in half. If you got a wider wall, it's gonna take up a little bit more room that drops exactly. down. You're going to hit that. You always got that dumbass trying to drive underneath of it or like yeah. like you said, do the S around it, you know? Like how fucking in a hurry are you? Jesus. Yeah. Make it something that blocks the whole road. And if you 
are dumb enough to try to drive through it, you're not going through it. Yeah. That ain't like, it ain't really had to do with the train being automated, but that would fix that issue. <laughs> like, you yeah. know. why I mean, Even without the that? trains being automated, they should do that. Yeah. That's what I mean. It, I mean, they got them. That, yeah, you don't yeah, need the train them, automated to do that. Yeah, they got them poles that'll come up out of the parking lots or wherever that, I mean, they're only like Ooh, three feet high. They'll like stop it. a semi yeah. dead. Yeah, boom. Yeah. Yeah, they come up. Do like a little three foot wall. Try to ride it over that motherfucker the whole when fucking it's road. Up. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Block the whole goddamn intersection. I like it. We just somebody's something. like, yeah, I'm just going to drive right through the. Stops Man, dead. They and, there's, nowhere, and there's and innovation thanks flying. to capitalism. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We did it. my idea. We saved you the world. You heard it here first. Yeah. We I sold want my money. Railroad crossings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <sighs> but what about the people walking out onto the tracks? Don't be a fucking dumbass. <laughs> it's that goddamn easy. You, if you get, yeah, it, <sighs> I mean, it's not even a question of being a dumbass, but if he just wants to kill himself. I think at that point it's natural selection. Yes, okay. I Good agree. Point. Like, is it true? I believe it's true. When wolves walk, they walk with the weakest in the back. Right. I have no idea. I don't study wolves. I but you startle fucking Rubik's cubes. You study. Yeah, like, I used to. I believe. I thought they would put the strongest two. At the very front and the very back. Do they? Am I wrong? I forget what... they have one leading the way and they have one protecting the weak at the end. I forget what mammal... I don't want to say mammal, but one of them walks... They always keep the weak... Fuck. I'm just... Are you thinking of geese? Maybe. (laughs) They keep the weakest in the back. If they get picked off, you know, that's natural selection. Yeah. And I agree. Yeah, there's people that want to kill themselves, walk on a track. I think that's the lowest percentage of people that do it. I think some are just fucking stupid. Or drunk. Yeah. That's yeah. happened in Salem a couple of times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't understand how you get hit by a train. Being like, it literally is not going to turn. No. Jesus I mean, Christ, move. I got a, I got like, a buddy that one of his <laughs> best friends decided one day that he didn't want to be here anymore. He laid down on the tracks. Try and run them over. Okay, now we're getting into sad, into the yeah, sad. Yeah, could you imagine yeah. what that does to the engineer? If you're gonna kill yourself, don't man make somebody else liable for you dying. That's yeah. one of the big hardships of being a locomotive engineer because it happens so often. I'm sensing you're very into trains. I am. Cool. You got to meet my <laughs> grandpa. He loves them. You got to see his setup. But I always wanted a big train set. Oh, his is awesome. I started right to build one once. It's all wireless. Controlled, oh, yeah. shit. automated, love it. yeah, automated. Oh, God Jesus Christ! Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, that's. I mean, a lot of it is that, but that would be hard to autom- have the. Ch- I mean, I could see how you could have the train automated. That's might be the e- one of the easiest things, besides a McDonald's cash register. Really, all they're doing is turning the cash register around. We automate much, McDonald's. Yeah. They're going. Yeah, I'm <laughs> pushing all the money myself. Out. Yeah. I mean, the rap is all around. I think it's inevitable. Tech, when we were talking last week about AI, two days ago. Two days ago, yeah, not oh, last week. Oh no, 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 no. It's last that was week. A week ago. The fucking, the goddamn monkeys out of the bag. What is it? What comes out of the bag? The monkey? I don't think anybody. Well, cat, the monkey. Cats out of the bag. Cats out of the bag. Yeah, uh, it's well, something that's stupid. I heard somebody say once. Like, uh, was it Russians or somebody used to throw you in a bag with a monkey 
a snake and a dog and they throw you in the river. The fuck? And they'd all three go crazy. And your best hope was the snake bit the monkey and the dog ate the monkey, or the snake bit the monkey and the dog ate the snake and you're stuck with man's best friend. <laughs> I don't know why I find that I, hilarious. That's dark. Don't yeah. like the odds <laughs> in that. The odds in that are so fucking shitty. <laughs> but no yeah uh thank you everybody um yeah, yeah. we'll be on next week yeah we'll be on yeah. next week so uh thanks everybody for listening please give us feedback opinions anything you want to hear do it do it yep i fucking love you guys see you next week The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.